Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. Really excited to have you here with us, joining us for another great fire political episode. We are getting back into it this week. And unfortunately, we have to talk about another crazy thing that's happening in our world. And I'm sure you all have heard about the Dodgers situation, the uh, sisters of perpetual indulgence, whatever their name is. It's quite interesting. It's a it's a Mm -hmm. very interesting recent political happening that is worthy of our attention as Christians. I think we need to pay attention to this and really consider our response to these things that are happening in our world today. We are not called as Christians to sit back and to be uninvolved in the political realm. Mm -hmm. We have countless episodes on this. Y'all know if you've been here for a while, we are passionate about seeing Christians be involved in politics because if we get back to the roots of our country, if we get back to what really has made America great these past 230 plus years, we have the longest lasting republic and constitution of all time. The reason why we have been so great and so exceptional is because we are based on biblical principles Mm -hmm. and we have been founded upon them. And our founders truly did believe that if Christianity isn't a part of every single part of our lives, every single part of our country, then it will ultimately destroy itself, as so many of the founders said in Mm -hmm. different quotes and things that we can read and look back on today. And I think that we need to um, pay attention to what they warned us about and get back to those principles that they founded America on and get back to what scripture says. Because if we're not honoring God, if we're not standing up against these evil ideologies, these woke agendas, then we are participating in the evil. If we just stay silent, we are allowing those things to happen, we're accepting those things, and that's not what God has called us to do. We're really going to just kind of take a deep dive into this whole Dodgers situation, but we're also going to talk about Target, um, Bud Light, all these different things that are happening in our world. But before we do, Maddie, give us a little update and then we'll jump right in. Okay, so I want to make sure that y'all are heading over to our YouTube channel. We've got some videos up that we want y'all to go and watch and give us feedback on. Let us know what you want to continue seeing on YouTube, Mm -hmm. what you want to see more of, that kind of stuff. We're trying to really gauge y'all's reaction to YouTube and we want to know what you guys actually want to see. So this is a platform where we're going to have a lot more real life content and it's just going to literally be you guys getting an inside look on our lives, what it looks like to be doing ministry, to be in college, to be young women in a world that despises womanhood Mm -hmm. and all these different things. Those are just a couple of things that we're planning to cover on YouTube and we want y'all's feedback. The things that you guys are interested in hearing, different topics that you want to hear us tackle. And they don't have to be super duper religious or anything. If there's just a question that you have about our lives, about us, we are totally willing to answer those and we look forward to seeing what y'all send in. So make sure that you email us. Our email is in the description of this episode or you can always DM us on Instagram or Facebook and send us your questions and we will try our hardest to get back to you or include them in a video. Absolutely. Okay, let's dive in with the Dodgers situation. I want to start there because I think that this is one of the most recent things that we're seeing in the political realm that, again, like I said earlier, is worthy of our attention because 
it really elicits a response from us as Christians. We should not be okay with the things that they are supporting and the things that they're putting up with. And if you know me, you know that I have despised uh, football and the NFL for many years now because they have just become so political, so woke, so sinful and evil. It really is just beyond me that Christian men aren't standing up against the things that they say about America, Mm -hmm. about our flag, about our soldiers who have fought and died for our country, who are currently serving, like the things that they say, uh, the things that they promote, the things that they are so accepting of are just so evil and so incredibly sinful that there is no way any of us, not just Christian men, but especially Christian men, because you know what happens when Christian men stand up is companies like Bud Light, which I mean, Christian men should not be supporting Bud Light in the first place. They shouldn't (laughs) be drinking, but that's a side note. When men stand up against companies like that and Mm -hmm. against these woke agendas, things start to happen and things start to actually look up in our country because men have stood up for what is right Mm -hmm. and what is true. And women and children follow because the fathers are actually standing up and saying, this is not right and my family will not be supporting you, which obviously encourages a response to what is true, good, and beautiful from wives, from their children, from Mm -hmm. family members, all those things. And I just love especially what we're seeing. We kind of see both moms and dads supporting companies that are actually conservative and promote what is true, good, and beautiful by not supporting companies like Bud Light or Target or whatever. So I think that that's really encouraging. Um, And I want to start with that because like it's about time. It's about time that we've actually stood up for what's right and said, no, we're not giving our money to companies that are going to sell onesies that promote pride and support, I don't even know what, satanic things. We're not going to do that. So I'm not giving my money to Target. Thank the Lord people are actually waking up and seeing these things and doing something about it because that's what we've always talked about here on the show is that we can talk about it all day long. We can get on the show. We can record episodes and and talk about it all we want, but until we actually do something, nothing is really going to change. So Maddie, just kind of get us started with this whole Dodgers thing and we'll get into this a little bit. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, a few weeks ago, the Dodgers invited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to perform at their stadium. And this group is basically, I don't even know why they call themselves the Sisters because (laughs) it's all men or male identifying people is Mm -hmm. what lots of people are saying. Um, And basically, they just openly mock Christianity. And in one specific video that I saw of them performing at the Dodgers Stadium, uh, one of the performers was literally using the cross as a stripper pole, Mm -hmm. basically, with someone depicting Jesus up on the cross. And it was very disturbing. Very disturbing. And I wish I could erase it from my brain. But there were tons of people in the crowd taking videos and Mm -hmm. watching this performance and seeming not really to even bat an eyelash. And I know that in the conservative political arena, we were all kind of waiting to gauge some of the reactions from some of the players who Mm -hmm. are like professing Christians and have not hid that fact at all. Mm -hmm. And for a while, I didn't really hear anything about it. But Lily's going to talk about some of the reactions from some of the players, which have been encouraging. But I think that 
in this specific instance, it's just incredible to me that anyone is still supporting the Dodgers Mm -hmm. and is still watching any of their games or attending them, paying for tickets to go and see the Dodgers. I actually didn't know that the Dodgers are having Pride Night on Mm -hmm. June 16th. And, you know, as we're coming into June, here we are. It's Pride Month. It's, you know, basically my most dreaded month of the year because we just get to see all of this stuff about transgenderism, Mm -hmm. gay stuff, and, you know, all these different things. And you just get to see really all of the depravity in our world just come out into the light and just be like full-blown unapologetic. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really sad that Christians aren't like that, you know, like around Easter maybe Mm -hmm. or while we're celebrating our Christian holidays like Christmas, Easter, those kinds of things. Like why aren't we so unapologetic with what we believe in? I mean, you look at this LGBTQIA plus apparently is what they're calling themselves now. You look at this entire movement and you watch them most of the year, but especially in the month of June, and you see how they just take over mm-hmm. every platform. Yep. You see all these companies changing their logos to the rainbow, mm-hmm. and you see all of these different posts about how horrible straight people are and how great gay people are and how we need to incorporate more of this in schools. We need to take more kids to drag shows. We need to do all of these different things. And I really wish that we could see Christians be as unapologetic about what we believe in. Right. As you see these gay people Mm -hmm. and these members of the LGBTQ community are so blatant in their beliefs. Anyway, so I guess the Dodgers are having Pride Night on June 16th. I wasn't aware that this was going on, but apparently it's been going on for quite a while. Ten years, Mm -hmm. actually, which um, I think we should have boycotted the Dodgers quite a long time ago. And any other sports team that has things like Pride Night and, you know, has people like this performing, which is one reason why I can't believe uh, lots of people haven't boycotted the NFL yet. I don't know how much more the NFL can do before we Mm -hmm. will actually boycott them. I mean, I was just absolutely, I was just taken aback. And honestly, I shouldn't have been, but by the Super Bowl halftime performance Mm -hmm. with Rihanna was so satanic and so inappropriate, I could hardly fathom it. And before that, you've got like Mm J-Lo and Shakira and all these other women who are performing. And then their performances are literally some of the number one videos trending on porn sites the next day. Like, I just can't even fathom that we are still tolerating this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't people just play sports? Why do we have to have all this extra crap added on? I don't understand it. This group, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, who do these performances, use the cross as a stripper pole, you know, all these different things. Uh, Lots of people have obviously said that they are specifically anti-Catholic. I would venture to say that they are Mm anti-Christian, obviously, because Catholics aren't the only ones that believe Jesus died on the cross. But I wanted to read... One of their statements from their website, the uh, from the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, on their website defending themselves against these comments that people are making that they are specifically anti-Catholic, they say that they simply use, and I quote, humor and irreverent wit to expose the forces of bigotry, end quote. Okay, there's that. Um, I just... <laughs> what do we say I to don't this? even know. I mean, it's so blatantly evil and so yeah. blatantly mocking Christianity. And I mean, especially Catholicism. I can see why a lot of Catholics would be very offended by this because it is like Jesus up on the cross. You know, they use a lot of that symbolism in their worship and in their religion and stuff. But Christians everywhere should be mm-hmm. absolutely 
insulted to their core that this is the kind of entertainment that the Dodgers is inviting to anything. And the Dodgers actually uninvited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to their Pride Night Mm -hmm. because of the backlash they were receiving from having them perform at their stadium a few weeks prior. They said, and I quote, this is from the Dodgers, the strong feelings of people who have been offended by the Sisters of Inclusion in our evening and in an effort not to distract from the great benefits that we have seen over the years of Pride Night, we are deciding to remove them from this year's group of honorees, end quote. First of all, I'm not sure what in the world the great benefits they're talking about Mm -hmm. uh, regarding Pride Night, but I think that mainly they made this statement because... They know that Christians, we have this tendency, and I don't know why, but we have this tendency that when someone simply apologizes after the fact, we're like, okay, it's fine then. We just disregard the fact that they, in the first place, believed that that was correct. Right. And obviously, we should be encouraged that they apologized and everything, but what happens next? They Mm -hmm. get all their Christian audience back and they get all these people, not even necessarily Christian, just people with good morals who respect other people's religions Mm -hmm. and don't think that you should necessarily have male strippers performing at the Dodgers stadium. They resend this uh, statement apologizing for inviting the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence and then put out another one apologizing to the sisters and re-inviting them to Pride Night and go so far as to invite them back to Pride Night And the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence will actually be receiving an award for their life-saving work. That's a quote. That's what the Dodgers said, their life-saving work. And in this new statement that they put out re-inviting the Sisters to Pride Night, they said, We are pleased to share that they have agreed to receive the gratitude of our collective communities for the life-saving work that they have done tirelessly for decades. In the weeks ahead, we will continue to work with our LGBTQ plus partners to better educate ourselves, find ways to strengthen the ties that bind us, and use our platform to support all our fans who make up the diversity of the Dodgers family, end quote. I just... I literally have no idea why any Christian would go back and watch any kind of Dodgers game again, Mm -hmm. go to a Dodgers game, pay to support this team, buy their merch, anything. I just – and I want to know why we're not talking about these things in our churches. Right. Like why are we not discussing these things? Because this is real stuff that – I mean, can you imagine how many – teenage boys mm-hmm. are invested in the LA Dodgers and they watch all their games and they want to play for them one day or you know they want to be involved in this team and this is the kind of stuff that they're supporting they're putting out statements like this they're having pride night which they've had for 10 years 10 prior years. I haven't heard a peep about that out of right. any Christians. I didn't even know that was happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of us can assume now that lots of these organizations are having things like Pride Night and different things like that. I mean, there's just been this pattern. But, I mean, even before we started recording this episode, we were just saying that baseball has always felt like that good old American sport mm-hmm. that has simply been a sport. Right. And I know that there have been some different political issues that they have you know, perpetuated, but I feel like they have resisted some of the woke stuff mm-hmm. and have been about baseball. And that has been encouraging. And that's all that the people want. I mean, that's all that any of us want, except for these people that are openly pursuing mm-hmm. evil and are openly displaying that on a stage at the Dodger Stadium. And I think that that is really discouraging because 
I mean, some of us may have thought that this was like the one thing that you could still watch with a relatively good conscience and, you know, it would be fine. And now it's just kind of like, okay, now they're blatantly displaying their beliefs. And now we have to decide whether we're going to be wishy-washy on this Mm -hmm. or if we're going to be firm in our beliefs and we're going to say, okay, we're boycotting the Dodgers then. Mm -hmm. And any other baseball team who wants to do this, any other baseball team that wants to act like this, boycott it immediately. And we are not going to tolerate this stuff. The same thing with Target and Bud Light and all these other companies. Nike has been doing this gay stuff forever. Mm -hmm. And yet I still see so many people wearing Nike apparel, buying things actively from Nike, despite the fact that they've been very open about their political beliefs. Mm I personally am devastated by Adidas coming out and having a male model mm-hmm. um, model women's swimwear. That is devastating to me because that was the only place that I bought tennis shoes from and the only place where I could find good shorts. Mm-hmm. And they were all like made in the USA. And so we were happy to support that company. But guess what? I'm never buying anything from Adidas ever again. Yeah. And how many other people are going to act like this? This is what's so discouraging about the Christian movement sometimes is that We see these things, we acknowledge them, Mm -hmm. we don't talk about them in our churches, and then we continue to support these places. Yeah, because we forget. Exactly. We forget so easily. We just disregard it, and it's because it's not convenient to stop Mm -hmm. shopping at Adidas. I love Adidas tennis shoes. They're comfortable. They're great. They're cute. I love wearing them. But I'm willing to sacrifice that and I'm willing to go on a hunt for a new company to buy new tennis shoes from Mm -hmm. because I will not support Adidas anymore. We haven't supported Nike since they put all of their stuff out about how the national anthem was racist Mm -hmm. and they supported players at the NFL kneeling and all this stuff. We haven't bought a single thing from Nike since. We've done that with a lot of other companies. We talked about a few weeks ago, well, it's probably been a couple months ago now, a makeup company that we stopped supporting because Mm -hmm. they started supporting drag queens. I mean, all of this stuff, you just have to be willing to sacrifice a little bit of your convenience and go on the hunt for that new company. Find Mm -hmm. a company that you feel genuinely good about supporting. Find a sports team that you feel genuinely good about supporting. Start an organization, like let's start new organizations with Mm -hmm. good sports teams that don't support all this woke crap and they simply play sports. Mm -hmm. That we don't have the inappropriate halftime shows. We don't have all of this political agenda stuff being pushed down our throats. And we just play baseball. We just play football. We just play basketball. Like why can we not keep this stuff simple? Mm -hmm. Let's just stop. Let's just not bring the political stuff into this. And when it is brought into it, though, I think that Christians need to start standing up and we need to start talking about it in our churches and we need to start actually practicing the things that we claim to believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And what is so devastating to me is that the LA Dodgers think that they can hold Pride Night mm-hmm. and reinvite the uh, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence back to perform and then hold a Christian yeah. family night like a month later, In July. right? In July. Mm-hmm. This is insane to me. And you know what will happen? Christians will go. Yep. Christians will go and support them and pay and be a part of their Christian night and mm-hmm. totally not even have a single thought about what had happened just a little less than a month ago. Mm-hmm. That is insane to me that we have gotten to this point where the LA Dodgers literally think 
No one will do anything. No one will care because we apologize and they'll focus on that because they don't want to sacrifice. They want that convenience. They want to be a part of our team in this way and support us in this way and all these things. And they think that people will still come. And the thing is, they will. Mm -hmm. They will. And that is just absolutely insane to me. But here is an encouraging thing that has come from this. LA Dodger Blake Trinan, who is a player for them, he put out a statement and I quote, I am disappointed to see the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence being honored as heroes at Dodger Stadium. Many of their performances are blasphemous and their work only displays hate and mockery of Catholics and the Christian faith. He goes on to say, I understand that playing baseball is a privilege and not a right. My convictions in Jesus Christ will always come first. Since I have been with the Dodgers, they have been at the forefront of supporting a wide variety of groups. However, inviting the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to perform disenfranchises a large community and promotes hate of Christians and people of faith. Now, I'm going to skip a little bit to the end of his statement. He says, and I quote, Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I believe the word of God is true. And in Galatians 6, 7, it says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. This group openly mocks Jesus Christ, the cornerstone of my faith, and I want to make it clear that I do not agree with nor support the decision of the Dodgers to honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, end quote. So that is an encouraging thing, and I know a couple of the other players have stood up and have put out statements as well, Mm -hmm. uh, which is encouraging, but at what point, I guess is my question, like at what point do we totally disassociate ourselves from the LA Dodgers? At what point do Christians stand up and say, if this is what you're going to choose, if this is what you're going to continue to support, then I'm out. Mm -hmm. And you have to know that this is why. You see, we can't just, as Christians, I think that one of the most important things that we see coming out of the whole Target boycott is that Christian moms are saying, here's why I'm not coming back to Target. Mm -hmm. Because you're promoting satanic stuff. And this is not right. This is not true. This is not biblical. And this is why I won't be back. You see, we can boycott Target. We can boycott Bud Light. We can boycott the Dodgers. But if we don't let them know in a Christ-like way, in a loving manner, why we're not going to continue supporting them Mm -hmm. and contribute to their brand or whatever it is, then what are we doing? I guess we're doing the right thing because we're not continuing to spend money there. But these people need to know, here's why. Here's the reason behind this. Because Mm -hmm. we need to be just as bold with the gospel as they are being with their evil agendas. And we need to let people know, especially the lost, here's why I'm not coming back. Here's Mm -hmm. the reason. Like you can know, hey, I won't go to Target with you if you want to go on Saturday. And, you know, I'm I'm just not going to do that. You you can say that, but you also need to go and be bold and say, here's why I'm not going. Mm -hmm. And I want to invite you to be a part of that. Even if you're not saved right now, that's okay. Here's why. Because you know what? That is witnessing to people. That's showing them this is what it looks like to live a holy and righteous life unto the Lord. This is what it looks like to actually believe something and stand firm on it and not be wishy-washy like everybody's being. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the Dodgers are expecting. They're expecting people, they're expecting Christians specifically, to overlook their pride night and to continue coming to their Christian family night or whatever they're having. Because that has been our pattern in literally everything. It's always been, you do something horrible, they apologize, they do something to make the Christians happy possibly, Mm -hmm. and then it's all fine again. Right. It's all fine. You know, like NFL 
We used the DeMar Hamlin situation mm-hmm. to justify watching the NFL again. Lots right. of people did. They were like, oh my goodness, all the players were praying for him and all these different things. Okay, well, when have you heard a peep out of any of these other players about being Christian, about mm-hmm. believing in the power of prayer? Right. Because the NFL openly blasphemes God. I mm-hmm. truly believe that with the things that they support and the shows that they put on and right. the celebrities they invite. Um, I mean, we invite stinking Demi Lovato to come and sing the national anthem. Mm-hmm. I remember that happening a few years ago at the Super Bowl. I mean, she is openly, openly worships the devil, Mm -hmm. openly. Rihanna, her stuff, she was flashing demonic signs and she was doing inappropriate dances and it was crazy. And it was, and yet we all just were like, oh, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Because a few weeks ago, everyone prayed over Damar Hamlin. Right. So none of that matters anymore. It's fine. You know, I'm glad people prayed for Damar Hamlin. Obviously, we know that prayer is powerful and I think that the Lord probably had a hand in Mm -hmm. some of that. But like then what happens? Right. Then the NFL gains all the money that they lost mm-hmm. back. Right. Because I mean, in the first place, not a lot of Christians stopped watching the NFL. Um, but those who did started watching again. We didn't, but those who did start started watching again because Demar Hamlin was prayed over for thirty seconds, mm-hmm. you know? But but here's the thing. Total hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Like the these Christians who I, I really can't stand the Christians who come into church and they, you know, experience some church hurt or whatever, and then they want to be like, Oh, I'm never coming back. I can't be a part of any other mm-hmm. church. I can't ever come back because I'm so hurt, blah, 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 blah. But then they don't recognize the hypocrisy in we're gonna have pride nights, we're gonna have players wear rainbow towels yeah. and shoes and you know, whatever uniforms even. Mm-hmm. And we're we're gonna kneel for the national anthem and all these things. They don't recognize and then pray for Hamlin, which again, we're so glad that the Lord intervened on his behalf and saved his life in this instance. To me, that's a total miracle. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the players' hearts and the overall NFL, not saying that there weren't some people, yeah. some players on the field mm-hmm. who really did believe in the power of prayer, who yeah. are Christians, um, not saying that at all. I believe there were. But when you look at the majority of people who are a part of the NFL, the organization, the organization they're willing to be a part of, it's just truly incredible the hypocrisy mixed in. But yet we're still willing to support them. But yeah. yet I can't come to church if someone says one bad thing or, you know, it gives me a mean look at mm-hmm. church. So it's just really, I don't know, it, it's shocking the state of our world today. But as Christians, like Maddie and I are always saying, we really shouldn't be shocked. This is yeah. the enemy working in every way. He's using every opportunity that he that he has to mm-hmm. infiltrate our world and souls with the sin that he so easily entangles us with. And we need to be on guard against these things. And honestly, we need to come to a point, of course the Dodgers are gonna do that, right? Of course they're going to hold a pride night and then Mm -hmm. a month later hold a Christian family night. But what are we gonna do about that? How are we going to address this? How are we gonna handle it? What is our response as Christians? Obviously, don't go to the Christian family night because they obviously don't believe that. They're doing that to appease Christians to keep Mm -hmm. them a part of their organization, to keep them supporting their team. And the sad thing, like we keep saying, is they will. And this is the point of the episode today. There aren't a lot of Christians that we'd be willing to go to war with because they do this kind of stuff. They are willing to overlook Pride Night Mm -hmm. and still go to support the Christian family night. 
that's compromising. Yeah. You can't do that. As mm-hmm. Christians in our world today, we have to stand firm. We have to know what we believe and we have to do it in a loving way. And yeah. we have to give the reasoning. We always have to have that defense, as Paul told us, for our faith. And we do that in a gentle and respectful way. Mm-hmm. But you always have a defense. Yeah. You always have a defense. So there aren't a lot of Christians that we'd be willing to go to war with because they're so wishy-washy. Uh, one day they're totally against Pride Night, but then a month later they're going to the Christian Family Night. And it's like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? What are you supporting? Where are your morals and your values? And what are you teaching your kids? And what are you showing others? What are you showing the lost? Yeah. Oh, when you talk about how horrible Pride Night is and how terrible the homosexual movement and how anti-God it is, and then you go and support the same team that believes in that stuff and you you give them money to be mm-hmm. a part of these things, what is that showing the lost? Eh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Right? It doesn't really matter that much to me. Are you serious? Like, we can't be showing people that. We have to fight for the truth. We have to fight for the church, and we have to fight for America. Yeah, because how do you win a war like that? How Mm. do you ever win a war by being like, oh, yeah, don't like these people, don't like what they stand for, but I'm going to go and participate in what they're doing anyway? Because it's convenient. Yeah. Like, I mean, war is about believing so wholeheartedly in something that you're willing to fight for it, you're Mm -hmm. willing to die for it. Right as we talked about a few weeks ago, and you're not willing to compromise. Like you are on this side and you are on this side to stay. And that is what Christians need to be displaying Mm -hmm. in our world because these people, these people, the LGBTQ people who are celebrating Pride Month right now, they are there to stay. They will support that movement to their dying day and they will shove their agenda down our throats until the day they die. Mm They do it in such a hateful way and in such a mocking and hypocritical way, honestly, because they stand for love and inclusivity. I mean, literally, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, they say that they are, and I quote, are not anti-Catholic, but an organization based on love, acceptance, and celebrating human diversity. You cannot claim to promote Mm -hmm. love and acceptance when you are literally using the very symbol of love as a stripper pole. Right. When you use the cross as a stripper pole, that does not show any kind of love or acceptance because, first of all, you're openly mocking Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I do like how Blake Trinan brings in that scripture about how God will not be mocked. Yeah. He just will not tolerate it. Mm -hmm. And that is not something that is mean or is horrible of God to say, Mm -hmm. that is called justice. Mm -hmm. And he will not be mocked because he is the creator of the universe and he governs the world, the wills of men, Mm -hmm. and he will not be mocked. And I like how he included that in his statement because that is, it's very powerful and it is something that people need to be reminded of. Yeah. Because if you think that if you still support the Dodgers, you still support Target, you still support all these different places that are openly being satanic and promoting evil, you are mocking God. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a hard truth and it's a hard pill to swallow, but you are mocking God. You are partaking in it. And I am so tired of Christians acting like they're not Mm -hmm. because we are and we need to start repenting for that. First of all, I mean, I am encouraged by everyone boycotting Target now, Mm -hmm. but I have been saying over the past few weeks, like they should have boycotted Target five years ago when they implemented their gender neutral bathrooms. I mean, if we all remember that, I remember that around like, 
I don't know, 2016, 2017, they were one of the first companies to start incorporating gender-neutral bathrooms, gender-neutral dressing rooms. Mm -hmm. And this is not to mention it's completely immoral, but it's also dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I think that we need to start bringing that into this argument also. I mean, I was researching for a research argument essay that I was doing for one of my college classes a couple months ago, and I was doing it about gender neutral bathrooms, or I was going to try to, but my university didn't have literally any articles that I could use uh, in their database about transgenderism and gender neutral bathrooms. But they did have one specific article that had, I think it was 16 to 18 different lawsuits Mm -hmm. um, against Target because of 16 to 18 girls who went into their dressing rooms, went into their bathrooms, and were followed in by a stinking 40-year-old man Mm -hmm. who's sticking their phone under their dressing room, trying to take pictures of them, trying to harass them in the bathrooms. I mean, like, let's look at this and let's look at the depravity it's causing. And you want to know why? It's because Christians haven't spoken up against Mm -hmm. it and we have been wishy-washy. We have continued to go to Target and we have just said, oh, well, we just won't use the bathroom then. We just won't use the dressing rooms then. Okay, but what about those 16 to 18 girls Mm -hmm. who are being assaulted and harassed by these men following them into dressing rooms and bathrooms? What about them? Well, Why are we not protecting them? Right. That is our job as Christians to right. uphold morals and protect the innocent. Mm-hmm. The money that you give them mm-hmm. when you go in and support and buy whatever, you literally pay to build those bathrooms, yeah. those new targets that mm-hmm. have those bathrooms in them. So to say that, oh, well, we just won't use the bathroom, so we're not ultimately supporting them in that way. We're not, you know, endorsing that or accepting Mm -hmm. of that. Yes, you are because your money is going towards those things. And it's time that we start as Christians looking at these things and going, Lord, if this is against you, if this is not honoring you in any way, then I'm not going to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. We have to be so passionate about his kingdom and his will and his glory that we will give up. We will make sacrifices for these things because we believe in him. We believe in his kingdom and and his glory so much that we, we are willing to make those sacrifices, even if it's not convenient. And that's the thing that I think we need to get in our heads as Christians. And that really comes from just having a personal, radical experience with the Lord. Mm -hmm. If you have not had that, then yes, it's going to be really, really, really difficult. Is it crazy for me to say, and this is not me trying to be prideful in any way or saying, oh, it's, you know, always easy for us, but it's really not that hard. Yeah. It's really not that hard to boycott Target. (laughs) When you really want to follow Jesus. Yes, because it's like, this is what I desire. This is what Mm -hmm. I want more than anything else is to honor him with my life and to honor him with all I have. Everything I have is his. And so I'm not going to give what is his to build gender neutral bathrooms that totally goes against everything that he's ever said in his word. And this is, I'm not going to do that. I'm not Mm -hmm. willing to do that. And uh, people are, I was talking with one lady a couple of days ago about, you know, Starbucks and all those things. And she's like, oh, they just have this one coffee yeah. that I really, really like. And I get that. I get mm-hmm. that there are there are things that are more difficult, but it's a coffee, right? Mm-hmm. And are we willing to trade the glory of God and our desire to make his name known to those we're around and to be able to witness to them with a clear conscience? Are we willing to trade that for coffee? Mm-hmm. Like these are the things that we have to think about and we have to be aware of. And I'm just so concerned that Christians aren't anymore. Yeah. And let's not forget that it was pride that turned an angel into a demon, that turned an angel 
into Satan, into the ultimate enemy mm-hmm. who is against God and has been since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that. That's the root of it all. And it's just so interesting to me that they use that yeah. as their slogan and as the thing that they're focusing on because it really is. They're not lying when they say that yep. that they are prideful people and they want to continue on in their sin and that they think it's okay to blaspheme God and to mock mm-hmm. him. And I am proud of Blake Trinan for standing up against that and saying, I don't, yeah. I don't support this. I don't endorse that. But ultimately, I think that we need to go so far as to say, okay, I'm done. Enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we don't do that with places like Target and Bud Light and the Dodgers, then we are ultimately never going to make a difference. But I also think that this happens in our little corner of the world. Mm-hmm. Don't get so caught up in thinking, oh, it's the big stuff, you know, uh, like going to a baseball game or yeah. whatever. No, it is literally going into Target on a Wednesday afternoon when you have some free time. It starts there. Those decisions ultimately impact eternity and they impact people's souls. So don't think that they don't matter because they really, really do. Yeah. And as Christians, we really, I mean, the time to stand up against this stuff is right now. Mm -hmm. We have no time to waste because we have wasted enough already. And the evil in our world is becoming extremely pervasive and is becoming so bold. I mean, you look at the pride movement and specifically with Target, they're really showing their true colors because they're literally combining the satanic stuff with the pride stuff. Yeah. And they are showing you that this is derived Mm. from the devil. Yeah. From Satan himself. I mean, there's literally a onesie to put on your, you know, zero to three month old that says Satan respects pronouns. Mm. That's what Target's selling you. And if anyone walks into Target again after knowing that and if they have any good morals or are a Christian, I will be astonished. And Honestly, I won't be that surprised, but at the same time, I will just be devastated by that because Mm -hmm. as Christians, that like people are actually going to dress their baby in that. Can we consider that for a moment? Yeah. They are going to invite all of this evil, evil stuff into their home, Mm -hmm. into this small baby's life because we aren't standing up against this stuff. We aren't telling people that it's wrong and we're just tolerating it. I wanted to read Proverbs 8, 13, because I think this draws a very clear line of where Christians should stand. It says, the fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance, and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. That is something that we can't ignore anymore. Mm -hmm. And we have ignored things like this in scripture for way too long. We have ignored the blatant division between good and evil that scripture lays out for us and we've ignored the verses that say that friendship with the world is enmity with god Mm -hmm. we have ignored these things and we've acted like we can be one foot in the evil one foot in the good and then we're just kind of functioning in this gray area Mm -hmm. we're on the picket fence we did an episode about this a few months ago those who sit on a picket fence are impaled by it i love that quote and i will it empowers me every time preach about it till the day i die (laughs) But I love that quote because so many of us think that the picket fence is the safest option when Mm. really that will be our death. That will be our destruction. That will be our downfall because we didn't pick a side. That is a scary thought Mm -hmm. for us as Christians because I think a lot of our churches are sitting on a picket fence and we will soon be impaled by it. Mm -hmm. We will be destroyed by it. And that is a very, very dangerous position to be in because 
um, to not to not pick a side is to pick a side, mm-hmm. and it is to pick the wrong side. Yeah, and that's it's always what we to need pick to wrap the wrong our minds. Side. Yeah, it's always to choose evil. That's mm-hmm. just what our hearts are naturally inclined to choose, and the enemy uses those opportunities. Our our confusion. Satan is the father of lies, and so this is what he uses to destroy lives and destroy souls, and this is what we have to guard ourselves against and what we need to be so bold in telling others. They need to hear the gospel. This is the root of everything. We need to be praying for people. We need to be sharing the gospel because this is the only answer to all of these problems, Mm -hmm. to the sin problem. The gospel is the answer. All right. We are going to wrap this episode up here. We hope that y'all enjoyed it, that it was convicting because it is convicting even to me. Mm -hmm. I'm very sad that I'm going to have to give up Adidas, but I'm (laughs) willing to do it. (laughs) Make sure that y'all are sharing these kinds of episodes with others. Mm -hmm. I know that a lot of people who listen to our podcast don't even know about some of these things that are going on, like with the Dodgers, with Target. You know, lots of us aren't hearing about these things unless you're following a lot of political news very closely. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously the media is trying to keep all this quiet and the Dodgers are not going to make Uh, liberal headlines by participating in the liberal agenda. So uh, make sure that you share these kinds of episodes with the people around you so that we can impact our little corners of the world because this is how we do it. We do it one podcast episode at a time. We do this one decision at a time by deciding on that random Wednesday afternoon that you will not go into Target. You Mm -hmm. will not spend your money there. You will not get coffee from Starbucks. You will not buy a new pair of tennis shoes from Adidas. Mm -hmm. This is where it starts because without our support, these companies cannot continue with their agendas that go directly against biblical principles. Mm -hmm. But also start spending your money somewhere that actually does support the biblical principles. We need to pour in the time and the effort to find companies that we genuinely want to support. And then we need to be giving them our money and we Mm -hmm. need to stop spending it elsewhere. So we're going to wrap this episode up in prayer. I know it's a little bit longer than usual. Thank you for sticking around this long and listening to this episode. We're going to wrap this episode up in prayer. So please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and I thank you that you gave Lily and I the opportunity to sit down and record this episode and just talk about some of the different things that are going on in our world and this is a very sad reality that we have to deal with, but I pray that you would help us as Christians to have convictions strong enough not to continue shopping at these places and supporting these different teams and different organizations that blatantly go against what you've told us in your word. And I pray that we would just be strong enough to stand against these different agendas and that we would genuinely be willing to boycott these different things and to stand for truth and to tell others why we stand for that truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Please share this episode on your social media pages, on Facebook, on Instagram. All you have to do is copy the link and share it with others. It helps our show grow so much and also helps us spread the gospel truth with others who need to hear it and who need to be encouraged with it. So we pray you'll share this with others and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 